Well, here we are again. It's die and fee, or fee and die. We can't quite decide which way round to do it. On our second podcast, uh, after the triumph of the first one, <laughs> with the many, many thousands of people that have been in touch to say what a fantastic podcast it is, I am telling a big lie. <laughs> let's be honest it hasn't been out there that long no that's it that is the reason so it will come clearly yes in fact and this is my triumph really to actually get the thing up on whatever you put podcasts on with a little picture Oh, I was pleased. Magnificent achievement. I, was I have my... no idea what you've done. No, no neither have so I. I'm so impressed. Neither have I. But my IT yes. skills have gone stratospheric. Yes. And I can <laughs> see things like RSS feed, as if I know what that is. <laughs> when in fact I have that's, no well, idea. As we know, that is the secret of success, is just to use the terminology. <laughs> yes. with and then you sound as if you know what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yes. It's, it's done us yes. no harm, has it, for many a year? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Let's so move on. on. Let's okay. move on. Let's not give away our secrets. So what um, bookery things have you been up to the last fortnight? Bookery things, yes. Personal or professional? Right, well I have, um, well not professional really, but just sort of of interest, Um, the Derby Book Festival, Picture Book Awards. Yes, which is a fantastic edition. Yes, and this sort of trying to raise the profile of diversity in in, in books yeah. and so that especially for the children in Derby it's so important that they actually sort of see themselves reflected within the book and um, so it's been very exciting and they, the children voted just yesterday Excellent. <laughs> and we've managed to collect all the votes and collect, add them up I can't tell you one. No, because you said you'd have to kill me. Exactly. Me. But I was surprised that actually 634 children have voted. That's brilliant. In year two and three. That is brilliant. seven schools. That is good, isn't it? That's a lot of children really to good. ask their opinion. And, Could um, we get them onto Brexit, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> they might be able to sort it out more quickly. Sorry, let's move away from <laughs> that subject. And what have you been up to? Well, my little cheery anecdote for the week, uh, which cheered my uh, soul. Uh, So I was in a school working with some NQT, RQT teachers, and they wanted to use a quality text to plan with. Yay! Um, So we we dug out uh, Tear Thief. By Caroline Duffy, you can't go wrong with a bit of Duffy. Absolutely not. She yes. just gives everything on the plate. Yes. So I'd done a bit of planning with them and then had gone in when they were at the kind of reading part of the, the sequence and then just this week um, went in to see how the writing was going. And one of the teachers said, and I just I tried not to get too excited when he said this, but he said, it's as if the children have jumped into the book. Mm. Yeah. 
Gosh, you really, see, and that's really. the, that's the power of a quality text. Absolutely, and the writing—they're writing much more than yes. they've ever written before. They had quite a hard job. They had to create yes. their own kind of thief. But I saw some of them, and they were dead yes. good. The ideas—a oh, uh, tantrum yes. thief and a yeah, a scream thief. Oh, and, yeah. So they came oh, up. Oh, so they're really actually keeping within the theme of the yes, tear so thief. Yes, That's yes. interesting. So that was really, really nice because you're always a bit worried that if you advise teachers to use a text, that it might yes, fall like a lead yes, balloon. Yes, but so that was that was great, and it's I keep sort of mulling this over. I'm a, you know this business of every school's now well pretty much every school's doing this thing called reading lessons, uh, which is all to the good I think explicit teaching of reading we like that don't we to do explicit yes. teaching of the skills of reading whether you call it mm. Super Six Vipers Derek Derek Derek, I Derek the other day Derek Stanley <laughs> Fred <laughs> any interestingly any male Fred name you yes. can think of yes. Um, and I think that's all fine. But then I think, well, what, what else? Yes, and how yes. do those link up? And yes. is there a danger that writing just becomes this separate thing? Yes. Whether we is, know yes. and have known for yes. a long, long time yes. that you need to immerse yes. yourself in the reading Definitely. if you're going to get the quality yes. of writing. So I don't know if the penny is starting to drop in some schools that they need to make more connections. But I thought, well... Yes. Now we need to join these things up a bit more. Yes, it is interesting. Teach the reading, but also link it to your writing. So that was my little ray of sunshine, that they were very happy with the outcomes and what the children, how they'd responded to it. So that that was that. And I I think, actually, that thing about the quality text links with what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Because a book like The Tear Thief is a quality text, but I've, I wonder if there's a category of quality text which it's, children wouldn't choose to read it, Yes. but they love it when it's mediated through the teacher. Yeah, very, yeah, good point. And, and I think this is, this is, and it really links with this, funny books thing now just before we get into funny books yeah that's really what we're talking about yes. you said something dead good yesterday <laughs> it was verging on the profound at I yesterday it. our derby derbyshire teachers key stage two teachers book club yeah which we love we do and we, we do. hope to run next year and yes. we hope that people will continue yes. or join us and we will give out information on our podcast about the Derby Teachers Book Club. Um, but you said there are books that are... Can you remember? You said there are four different ways oh, yes. of reading a book. Go yes. on. Say that yes. again. So it's something that I just sort of... It's really good. Well, I just hope I can remember them. So there's a book you can use as... T- to, to as a, a sort of resource for a unit of work to power a unit of work yes, like the tier like thief. the tier thief yeah there's a book that you can use for guided reading and yes. I know that people do a variation on this now yes. but I am still a huge fan absolutely of doing it with a small group yes there is a book that you can read aloud yeah 
and then there are books that you can say to a child you enjoyed that why not have a go at this now so a recommended text now really you know some books actually fall into all four categories but having said that I can't think of one off the top of my well, head well that's the challenge isn't it and I think as well it's the challenge for the classroom teacher because Definitely. how on earth do you keep abreast yeah. of all the stuff that's out there um, but I think it's a very important thing um, you know to actually have that those categories in your head a bit. And even if you've, you're kind of looking across and you might not be able to find a book that fits into all those categories, yes. but at least yes. be aware yes. of those and say, yes. am I yes. kind of looking at each of those categories yeah. and ensuring that yeah. they, those are being refreshed and kept up to date? I think that's a good point. And quality. Yes. And this, Lingard, is why we're doing this podcast, because actually you've read my mind. <laughs> Because that's exactly that's, that's exactly the link I was thinking of with the funny books. Right, funny books. Because funny books are a bit tricky. They are because well, I was thinking about this as we were talking about doing this one, and I thought, but what? It's very subjective, yes, isn't it? Absolutely. And also, it's very subjective between adults. What's funny? Yes. But it's also very subjective between what children find yes. funny. Yes. And what adults yes. find funny. So, did and you I see this book? This is the big fat, totally bonkers diary of a pig of pig, yes. which won the lollies. I've award. come across. I've come across this, and she's an interesting author. It's a woman, right? Despite her name, what is her name? Uh, I don't know how to say Emma. That. Emma Stamp. E M E R. Yes. She's the most hilarious book you can get your trotters on. That is on the <laughs> front of the book. But you see, that's a that's a really good example. Which category does that fall into? <laughs> I don't think you could use use it in a unit of work. No. Well, no. you could, but it would be a bit of a challenge. You might possibly use it in a guided thing, but uh, I'm not I sure. I think so. Reading it aloud would be tricky. Yes. But it would be one you would recommend. Because is it just Diary of a Wimpy Kid dressed up in the... There are a lot of them are. Yes. A lot of them are. And is, I can't make up my mind, you see. Is that a yes. good thing? If you've got a child who only reads Diary of a Wimpy Kid yes. and yes. what's the other one? Uh, oh, Tom Gates. Yes. Tom Gates. Yes. Is this... If you say, oh, why don't you try this one? Are you really enlarging their experience? Or are you just giving them the same in a slightly... This, I think, I think that's exactly the dilemma that I've been thinking about. Because do you... There's a big bit of me that thinks... The big bit that says, the research shows, the more you read... The more oh, doors it opens. Yes, yes. And I do, and I, and I, my sort of gut feeling is I do agree with that. You know, so the research backs it up. But even so, but then the snag is the snag is with that though is that so as long as people are, children are reading, what does it matter what they read? And yes, and I think I think it's a really tricky situation for teachers to be in. There's a very good. Um, 
little video on mm. the Reading for Pleasure yes. pedagogy website, the Open University yes. one. And it's a teacher, a year six, talking about this issue of choice. Yes. And the importance of teachers being able to help their children yeah. whilst recognising children need to choose, and that's important, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Um, but she would she says, Oh, I try and offer them two or three choices yes. around the things I know they like, the personal things they are interested in, but she said I will put in um, a kind of you know slightly off I can't remember what she calls it um, but you know one yes. that is just different yes, yes. and um, to, in an attempt to try and say well you know th- if you like animals this is about animals this is about yeah. animals but yeah. this one yeah. you might like to try yes. this one and I thought that's yeah. that's a good approach yes. But, I think but your knowledge of books... Well, this is the snag. And also... And that's for one child. And also having them there. Yeah. You know, the actual thing to, yes. to hand them to them. Yes. And it's made me think as well, you know, I'm doing these book groups, book clubs... Book clubs for children. Yes. Completely voluntary in a lunchtime. Because you were saying at primary school. No, it's because <laughs> I've just actually just got to justify those bending shelves of books. <laughs> But um, I found, I find, I think this is interesting that the Reading for Pleasure website that it is utterly brilliant and the goddess that is Theresa Cremin. But this is the issue as well, though, that I suppose I, when I'm talking to children, I prefer to say, is reading fun? Mm. Rather than reading for pleasure. I remember you mentioned that last time. Is it fun? And I found it, I have a year three, four book club and a year five, six book club. And I found it much easier to actually have reading for fun with year three and four. Yeah. To find the books for three and four than it is for five, six. Oh, right. A lot of the books for five, six. They're a bit heavy and a bit intense. They're a bit issue bound. Yes. Yes. And of course, we must not. You know, the UKLA shortlist um, that came out on Monday, actually, there are six books on the UK shortlist for years 7 to yes. 11. They tend to be heading more for the 5-6 category. Yes. It's quite great. tricky. But if you look at those, there are a couple, at least a couple, that are very much issue-bound which I don't mean that bound in a sort of derogatory sense. Do you think this is a trend, or is this just... I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. I think it's, it's been there for some time. And I think um, it's interesting because, you know, that's the same with the Carnegie. Yes. And the Carnegie is chosen by librarians, but the UKLA one is chosen yeah. by teachers, teachers, which is a really important thing, and I would very much recommend anybody to look at the UKLA website and just put in book awards and you will go to all the book awards for the last few years Um, but but that's an interesting one and then when you actually talk to your five six children about what they like they will invariably say especially boys they like funny Funny books. books so does that mean that they're reading books that actually are for younger 
audiences because that's where the funny books are so that the wimpy kid stuff <laughs> no it means they're reading David Williams yeah. <laughs> dear David <laughs> I expect he's and I will on. not say what Jeannie Willis said about David Williams <gasps> when she came to talk to teachers as part of the book festival <laughs> um, we really would like you to say that but we better not it would be unfortunate if we got sued by David Williams, wouldn't it, on our second podcast. Right, there we get that. I mean, the David Williams thing, the children are, you know, they're reading them. They love them. Yes. And actually, there's a whole genre of that kind of book. Yes. That they are funny, but and children love, love them, especially boys. And, um, you know, it's not surprising, that's what he's always done. And there are other comedians like David Baddiel as well who's gone down this there road. There are a few coming through, aren't there? That's right. Greg James, yes. DJ on Radio yes. 1, he's written yes. a book. David Baddiel. And they're all of this ilk, very often in the first person. Okay. Like Jacqueline Wilson. Yes. Um, who's very, very popular with girls. With girls, that's right. And they read them avidly. So, um, but what about younger children? What about Key Stage 1? We'll perhaps go back to... Perhaps go back to um, that, if we've got time. I think there's... I I think the... You're spoilt for choice, really. Yes. The funny books. Yes. Key Stage 1. What are some of your favourites? Right. Well, I can see you've got I've got my little there. pile here. So, um, Emily Emily Gravett, obviously. Yes. Very <laughs> good stuff. So, an old favourite would be Little Mouse's Big Book of Fears. Oh, excellent. But are these books, though, are these books, I find them funny, but do Key Stage 1 children find them funny? I I guess that's a bit of a how long's a piece of string kind of question. Um, I think this one would be for so big book of fears would probably be for year two, even into year, year three. three. Definitely yes. Um, I think they it's the kind of book that they would get the more they looked at it. Yeah, it's one of those books yes. that's worth yes. the second, third, fourth. Fifth, yes. Look, and if all oh, else definitely. fails, they would love. They love the yes. map. Yes, the map. The eye yes. of fright. Yes, and just looking at all those because names and like the <laughs> which is another common theme in funny books, isn't it? <laughs> yes, bodily functions. Yes, you've got to mention the bottoms <laughs> or bums or yes. any other way you like to talk about them. So I think that's. I think she's good at funny stuff. Yes. And and this one, I love Harbert had a hat, yes. old hat. Uh, very simple, but it, it's it got humour threaded through it. Um, yes. And I think young children get get yes. get the kind of ideas of poor old Harbert trying to keep, keep up with the fashion-conscious friends that he's got. You um, see, I thought you were going to talk about the other hat book. So well, we I have it find. here. We do find we we just yes. in the cover just makes us want to burst out laughing. I know, and and, and that was one of the, <laughs> one of my concerns about this episode that we, you and I would just end up <laughs> cackling into the, <laughs> yeah, into the uh, recording and 
not making sense of anything. So but that one's this, called... This is You Must Bring a Hat, and it is by Simon Phillip and Kate Hindley. It's a very simple premise about a boy who is invited to the biggest, bestest, hattiest party of all time. Um, he may bring as many extra guests as you wish, but you must bring a hat. Kindest regards, Nigel. Even the names, Nigel. Host and fancy. But of course, that Nigel. doesn't refer actually to humans named I, Nigel. No, of course All not. Nigels, except for one that's surname begins with F, are very nice people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've just got that. Um, so it starts off, he doesn't own a hat and then he has to bring a hat so he has to go and get a hat and that is really how the story unfolds because although he's got a hat um, it, it comes now with all sorts of conditions he arrives at the door um, uh, for instance uh, and the doorman is what animal is that would you say a porcupine this one here yes this what one, this on the door, I think that's a shrew. A sh- of course it's a shrew. With the long nose. It's a shrew, you're right. <laughs> it's a shrew that's a doorman. And what else? Although it's a be? very big shrew. It's a very big shrew in relation <laughs> to life. Yeah. You know, real life shrews, obviously. Yes. Don't wear trousers, I'm not very much smaller than that. Exactly. Sorry, and, and, and the shrew, the doorman says, sorry sir, we're under strict instructions not to let in any hatchery monkeys because the monkeys had to come because he's got the hat, unless they're also wearing a monocle. And so the book goes on, that he can't get into the party unless he has a monocle, a piano, and so it goes on. And it's absolutely hilarious. hilarious. We've both agreed on this. (laughs) But actually... I know, I said I wouldn't. You weren't going to mention? I wasn't going to mention Elephant and Piggy books, but I've got to now. You brought them. Because the Elephant and Piggy books by Mo Willems. Yes. There's one called I'm Invited to a Party. And these books are the most popular with the year three, four. Really? I think partly because there's not a huge amount of reading. Yeah. But they are incredibly funny. And it's, it's a bit similar, actually, because I'd forgotten that. To this, you must bring a hat. So it starts off with um, Piggy's been invited to a party, and he runs to tell his friend Gerald, Gerald the, the elephant, the names, the names about this. And um, Gerald's a very wise elephant, you can tell, because he wears glasses. And he actually sort of gives him advice because he, because Piggy's never been to a party and um, so so um, he says he's been invited he, it, it must be um, yes so Gerald uses his who uses his knowledge and he tells Piggy that he's got to wear fancy things and then it might be a pool party, so he's got to put a swimming costume on, and um, then he's, it says it might be a costume party. And all the time, Piggy's putting on all these all clothes, and you're thinking, oh yeah, exactly. So, or, and you're thinking it might be a fancy pool costume party, and we must be ready. And you think this is going to be a disaster this is really going to be a disaster and 
So Piggy is now absolutely dressed up in a very strange combination of things. And then when they actually arrive at the party, it turns out everybody is dressed in exactly the same ridiculous way. And so it's a sort of twist on this. And I think it's the expressions on the creatures' faces... And so I've accumulated several now. So are they American? They are American, but the one I started yes, with I was "We Are in a Book." We are in a book, yeah. Which is actually sort of, you know, it's just brilliant. Yes, and children get it. Yes. That's that's what's interesting about it. Adults find them funny, and children do as well. So, um, and it's fun. Yes. It's really yes. fun. I wonder if... I mean, there isn't much text in those, is there? No, no. And, yeah, I can imagine... A lot of adults getting... But, mm, it's yes. not enough reading. Yes. But actually, it's engaging with the text, isn't it? It's not just it's about lifting words abs- off. Absolutely. And I think... I, I think you said this. This year three, four age is so crucial to move away from yes. just reading being a skill, which is often what we just emphasise in Key Stage 1, phonics, 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 and trying to get into that will side yes. of reading. Yes. I want to read. Yes. I it love is reading. Fun. It is fun. Yeah. So it's enjoyable. Books are easy because, you know, I was, <laughs> I was reflecting on basically the very light reading I'm doing at the moment. I'm reading some detective novel by Susan yes. Hills. And it's yes. not... I've done a bit of literary yes. stuff. Yes. yes. Well, and, this I, is and I need a bit of a rest. That's, that's I don't want to work too hard. Yes. And so yes. why don't we... Yes, absolutely. That? And that's really... That's brilliant, actually, because that's really shown that up in the book groups, in the book clubs. Because they, they zing all over the place. Yes. They go to they go from piggy yes. to piggy and the elephant. They go to then they go to a non-fiction, as you say, yeah. and it's that and it's complete cho- free choice. But then we have the issue of year five six, yes, and they are much more difficult, as I say. Yeah. Um, but the the books that have gone down really well with year five and six are the Dara O'Brien books. Ah right, I <laughs> brought them with me, and um, because he's well, published science books, he's published they? two. Um, yeah. They're science one, yes, and they have been the uh, they have been the actual favourites of the year five and six because they're a combination of fact and yeah. scientific knowledge, yeah. but it's funny as well, yeah. and the illustrations are very funny, and it's interesting that for year five and six are very aware that they're learning stuff yeah. but it's done in such a witty funny way they love them I even had children who are not in the book club come up and ask me if oh, they can borrow brilliant. them so and that I think would be a really good bridge from the, the books with yes. you know the wimpy yes. kids because yes. they kind of look similar in format don't they yes they're sort of cartoony yes um, but but they're they're different. We're yes. talking about different kind of things. Yes. Have you seen these? Football School by Alex Bellis and 
Ben Littleton. No, I have one. Where yeah. football yes. rules, yes, yes. Well, words explains has been crossed out. Now, is that a Blue Peter one? It's well? a short list. And yes. again, this is a mix of yes. humour yes. and facts. Yes. And yeah. I um, was asked to work with a very reluctant year six boy reader who was not doing so well <laughs> in his reading. And I got, I got this book and he absolutely loved it. And so I think that yes. there's a whole series of these. Yes, and that's and I think that's those great work as well, well when you've got a series. And that that actually sort of brings brings me back to thinking about last night's book club. Yeah, when we were talking about the real life mysteries. Yeah, one um, that we were looking at, and we had a big discussion, didn't we, about the layout? Yes, and how that is. It's engaging, isn't it? Interesting, and, but actually, and and how actually using those different formats mm. are very good to give children choice in writing as well. Um, and it's interesting that somebody who wasn't there missed the book club. Um, well, was, she actually emailed us to say that she had used those format ideas, those layout ideas with her children and that really sort of got their writing and I wonder I haven't thought about this before but this is one of the things this book this book shows this and it ties in with other books the football school book yes the football school book is that that actually that having fun with the layout is actually quite intriguing yeah and interesting for a lot of children and in some respects you can see the um the david williams thing that school of books they actually use that to the nth degree the tom gates one yeah the lemony snicket ones do as well and yet the issue books are much more serious yeah and they look that's an interesting thing is this part of it then um and the, there's a, a one of the long-listed books for the UKLA seven to eleven category was one called The Muslims. Yes, by um, Sanad Main 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 Main. I'm probably saying her name incorrectly, but that's an interesting one because that's perhaps moving towards playing with the layout and the format of the book, but actually it's does deal with one or two serious issues and interesting that, that some are doing that. I did find a really interesting article on the Book Trust website right. and I thought this might be interesting for people to have a look at. It's called, this article is called uh, What to Read After David Williams uh-huh. and um, so it's on the Book Trust website which is a good I, website absolutely really and it. it's really interesting it makes some suggestions and it also uses sort of brings together things that people have tweeted and um, people have put on blogs right so it's a really quite a comprehensive one it was published last year but I don't think it really matters but it gave me some good ideas and um, we'll put these all the 
we haven't got round to it quite yet because I've been grappling with what to do with a podcast. <laughs> but we'll we'll put a page on my website, yeah, and we're going to put all these links and the books that we mention mm. as we mm. blether on. Mm. Uh, we'll put them up there for people mm. to see and. That's, at least to got yes, a visual picture yes, of what the book looks yes, like, but that's yes. that's the job to do. Yes. So we probably need to wrap it up. We haven't even talked about a lot of these books yet. No. Morag Hood. Oh, she is we a love, star, and she's on the UKLA shortlist, isn't she? This year, yes. For yes. I am a bat. bat, the bat one. Yes, just absolutely. Why are, why are those so funny? I don't know what, but they are. Is it the illustration, or is but it? She's very witty. The concept. She? She's clever. She is very, very clever. Um, the it, clever thing, I think, is to make them funny for adults and children. Yes. Anyway, we have to yeah. wrap up uh, our session. Maybe Good. we'll come back to funny books. Yes. There's some we haven't yes. even mentioned yes. that you've brought, and we'll leave it there, and we'll. I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. We'll leave it as an exciting <laughs> reveal. 